G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. And a very special show today. We are joined all the way from California by Landry Kentrell. He's just brought out his latest single, Source. And a brand, brand new one, fresh out of the packaging. What he didn't do, we're going to hear it first right here at V180. That is on the way. But first, let's have a chat. Now, I will preference this with I recorded this uh, in the morning because of the time difference. We couldn't have him live on the show. So that's the reference uh, to the time. But let's have a listen right now. How are you, Landry? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. I'm just getting started for the day. It's just morning here. So just got my morning coffee. I'm ready to go. That's right. It's really early for you guys over there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's 8.30, not, like, not, oh, not too I, bad. <laughs> okay, yeah, still morning though. You're a whole like day ahead of us almost, so yeah. it's so weird to think about. Yeah, it's true. I know, so weird. I have a toddler, so I'm up pretty early these days anyway, Okay, <laughs> which you would know. Totally <laughs> relate. Yeah, totally relate to that one. Oh, I was just having a look through and I'm like, oh, now Landry hasn't brought out any new music in a couple of years since what your album in 2020, apart from your latest single. And then I saw that you have a little boy, a little two-year-old. I'm like, that makes uh-huh. so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> and if you look at the timeline, you're like, it's been two years since he dropped the album. And yep. I literally so. connected it straight away and went, oh yeah, no, especially having a kid myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Time completely you changed. You totally get it. I completely underestimated, um, you know, what it was going to require from me just because this is our first. And so I had all these big plans for 2021. I I thought I was going to drop an album. I thought I was going to launch like this worship, you know, group that I've wanted to work on for a long time. And I did absolutely none of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We, we took a year off and it was, it was hard for me to get to adjust to that, but I think it was the best thing that I could have done. Um, to take some time to kind of like raise my son and and really kind of just in that time away, just kind of like reevaluating like who I am, who I am as an artist and, you know, just making sure my motives are in the right place and all that. I think God really used that time to, to speak to me about some things. So it was it was beneficial, even though I didn't want it to happen. It, it was, it was mm, great. I can totally relate to that. I was the exact same. I'm like, I've got maternity leave. I'm going to have all this free time and then I'm going to, you know, I'm not working for a while. It's going to be great. And I did not realize how much time kids take. <laughs> Even now with a toddler, it's, right. it's different, but it's still very time consuming. Absolutely. And it does. It completely changes your life. Hey. <laughs> Absolutely. Like your, your idle time is, is so precious. So it's like, um, you know, and then also like doing like studio stuff and, and writing and all of that stuff. It's it's hard to just, you know, he's napping, but I can't just run over the studio. Oh my gosh, we're exact you same know. because you can't make too much noise because our studio is exactly. literally right across from her room. And although it's kind of soundproof, <laughs> it's still like you can't play uh-huh. instruments. That was one of my biggest questions. How are you going now that you're getting back into music, mm-hmm. juggling like being a parent with a toddler and also, you know, pursuing your art? Yeah, it's it's definitely definitely a balancing act, I would say. 
Um, one thing that I feel extremely blessed to have is my parents live really close by to us. And so my studio is actually on their property. Oh, so clever. Um, it's, uh, it's a studio my dad um, founded whenever I was just a kid. And then whenever, you know, I turned about 18 or so, he handed it over oh, to wow. me. And so I started working in the studio um, really kind of before I launched the artist career. And then once I got married, me and my wife, we have our own place and everything now. But it's cool because I get to come to work. And then uh, my mom is super, super gung-ho about watching Cohen for me while I'm at work. So it just works great. Because he's literally next door. Um, and so if she ever needs me for anything or if I ever need to check on him or whatever, um, it, it, it's a really great situation. Yeah, actually, so. that's the best. <laughs> so jealous. Very, very grateful for that oh man uh it is a challenge when you first learn uh, what it's like juggling toddlers and babies but it is so rewarding so good we're going to continue chatting with landry on the way right now forever free beautiful day landry what is your absolute favorite thing about being a dad uh, i think one thing that's really fun is that i get to kind of be a kid a little bit again through him you know, um, like buying toys and playing with toys and showing him things that I loved when I was a kid is really fun. And, and watching him like discover the things that he likes. Um, I know it's not incredibly original, but he's obsessed with dinosaurs. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure every two-year-old is probably obsessed with dinosaurs. But um, he he knows their names, which is wow. bizarre to me because... Um, yeah, he's got them all memorized and there, a lot of them, like we've taught him, you know, just like this is a T-Rex or whatever, but then there are some of them that like, I literally did not even know. And he's telling me like the name of a dinosaur based on like a dinosaur cartoon that we were playing for him. He learned the name. What? That's crazy. It's amazing what they pick up. Hey, seriously. No, it's, they're constantly learning and um like a little sponge she doesn't forget anything so yeah i would say that's probably a highlight just kind of getting to watch him explore and discover life all right we should probably talk about your music i could talk about kids all day it's like my life at the oh, moment yeah. <laughs> is, is this a right i'm like i thought this was a parenting podcast or segment <laughs> <laughs> seriously i could talk about kids all day but don't you worry i will talk about your music that's coming next we're gonna have a listen to your latest one it's coming up in a few hits time we'll find out how that one came about but first let's get into this one i'm gonna press play let it out at v180 and joined today all the way from California is Landry Cantrell. Now, Landry, it's been a while since you brought out any new music, about two years since your album Glass House in 2020. And then you hit us with this brand new banger, Source. We are loving it at V180. Can you let us know how the idea for this one came about? Yeah, um, I was, me and my collaborator, Jonathan Gamble, um, who he's, He's a familiar name that you're going to see on a lot of my releases. We've written quite a bit of music together over the last couple of years. Anyway, we were just chatting. Like A lot of our songwriting sessions to start with a chat about what we're thinking about, what we're you know going through, and what's on our mind. And this conversation just led us to the idea that 
why are we always trying to figure things out on our own whenever we have the source of literally everything right at our disposal? And so um, we were like, yeah, run to the source. Let's just go straight to the source. So it's, so it's kind of just like an idea um, of quitting the, the hustle and trying to get ahead on your own and um, taking everything to Jesus first. Totally. And he's going to work it out, you know? Yeah, it's so simple and yet something that we often forget. We get so busy with life and you kind of <laughs> you forget to pray and go straight back to Jesus and then you're, oh, why didn't I do that in the first place? <laughs> Right, right, and it's so it's so silly, but we're always like so shocked whenever he comes through. It's like he's like he's never done it before. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it's like why do we forget so quickly? Totally. And since it's come out, have you had any good feedback? Yeah, it seems like people are really um, liking the song, which is cool for me. Um, I really like the song musically. It's it's really a fun direction for me. A little bit different than anything I've done. So far, still very much in the pop world, uh, which is kind of where my music lives. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I think that even if people were like not into it, that I would still be unfazed just because I like it. You know what I mean? Like I, I like to listen to the music. I think it, it sounds cool. And a lot of that is due to um, Ben Thompson, who his producer name is Neon Feather. He produced the track and he just did such a killer job that I would listen to the track even with the music with the vocals muted <laughs> it sounds really cool loving it let's have a listen right now it's Landry Cantrell with his latest single Source right here at B180 I get it wrong more than I get it right and we are joined by Landry Cantrell all the way from California an amazing singer and songwriter now Landry you've got a brand new single out it came, comes out today in Australia, it's called What He Didn't Do. And you mentioned on your socials that this one was recorded the first time that you sang this song in front of an audience. Can you tell us about that experience? Yeah. So I think what you're referring to is I had posted a reel of the, I went on a tour last year mm-hmm. and um, the song was fresh. We had just written it and I just really felt like I wanted to share it. And so yeah, I was really nervous about it. I hadn't really like test, given a test run with, many people you know like normally like I'll test things out with my friends and yeah. um my my church and stuff like that but I hadn't really shown a lot of people just my wife and uh, I don't even know if I had shown my parents or wow, anything, which really? Is really unusual. Wow. but I just really felt like I wanted to share the song and um so anyways I brought it with me and I I sent it to the to the band and everything and they learned it and so the recording that you're talking about was uh recording of like the front of the house mix from the concert that night um the front of the house mixers sent everybody like their set just so they could hear it which is cool oh yeah but um and i i had sang that song through the whole tour but there was just something like more like raw about the way that the words came out that night for some reason it was less less rehearsed less perfect and I just really thought, man, like that was the heart behind the song in the most like pure way I could have ever put it, you know. Um, and so I just took that little snippet from the front of the house mix and I, I put it out on a reel. It was what I said leading up to the song. I loved it. Um, yeah. The song. Oh, thank you. That's still pretty special to be able to 
you know, a song that you've never even showed your parents and you're like now putting it out into the world. Like, was it well received by the audience? You know, what's crazy is I've never had this particular response um, is whenever I was singing it, like it was just completely silent. And I knew that I had everybody's attention, which was so bizarre for me um, to experience. And then towards the end of the song, like I, you know, I got more emotional response was coming from from the crowd. But just the way that the lyrics unfold, and again, Jonathan Gamble is a master. I can't take full credit for for the writing of the song, but um, I just think it's very relatable, um, and it's very it's it's not something that you hear every day. I mean, just the title alone, what he didn't do. A lot of times we like to talk about you know, and rightfully so, the amazing prayers that God did answer and the things that, you know, we see as obvious blessings in our lives. But this song is more about what God didn't do. And sometimes the mountain didn't move and we still have to learn how to trust him um, whenever he decided that that was what's best for us, you know. So, um, and just realizing that God is still God, even whenever things aren't, looking good nice so yeah and i think that that just really resonated with people i think the timing was really um important too just because it it was right after covid had kind of you know people were just starting to get back out into the world and so there was just this overwhelming sense like everybody had experienced a lot of loss and everybody had experienced trauma and heartache and heartbreak and so you know, it it could be very easy in, in that kind of environment to just get really down yeah. and really kind of feel like God has abandoned us just because it's like, how could you allow this to happen? You know, um, but the song is just saying like, hey, like God is still God and God is still good, regardless of our circumstances and what we go through. God is good mm. no matter what. And so, yeah, that's just kind of like the heartbeat of the song. I love that. It's such an important message because I remember growing up. Um, we went to a church and it was, it was great, but it was all about, you know, Jesus is your best friend and life is good. Life is good. And then when Mm -hmm. you face hardships, a lot of people, um, straight away from the faith and aren't following Jesus anymore because they're like, well, you told me that life was going to be good all the time. Um, but it's, it's more about the relationship with God and that he's there with us through the tough times. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's have a listen to his brand new single, Never Before Heard on Christian Radio. You're hearing it first. Landry Kentrell, What He Didn't Do, right here at V180. I've seen the first breath of a newborn And seen the last one a loved one would take Mel, keeping you company, and of course, joined by Landry Cantrell from California. So great to have you on the show today, Landry. Now, when you go through tough times, say COVID, for example, or whatever tough times you've faced in your life, how do you keep your relationship with God fresh and keep grounded through those tough times? Man, that's a tough question. <laughs> um, but Sorry. no, you're good. I think the, the key would be just like, consistency i mean really like with any relationship that you have let's take for example like a husband and a wife um you know like you're communicating daily and you have these moments where things aren't perfect but at the end of the day like you know like that that relationship is important to you and that it's gonna pull through you know what i mean yeah Yeah. so if 
if we just maintain like a consistent open dialogue with Jesus and um, just are very candid about where we are and what we're feeling and um, just really take everything to him first, like without a doubt, like he's going to pull us through that and he's going to give us um, peace in the midst of whatever dark time or whatever chaos that you may be living through. And so really just keeping him a constant and a consistent thing in your life, whenever your natural tendency may be to kind of push him away. Um, I think that's when we need to cling to him even more. And he just always shows up every time. And he's just such a great comfort and a great strength. And he always renews our strength um, in the, in those times. Mm, so true. Do you have a favorite Bible verse that's kind of stuck with you through the years? You know, I do. Yeah. So Psalm thirty four eighteen says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And I just think, I mean, that really kind of goes along with the song too. Um, it, it's just kind of a cool thought to know, like without a doubt, that whenever you're brokenhearted, like this is a promise, like the Lord is close. So like, could it be that he's closer to you when you're broken? I don't know. It doesn't say that, but that is just a comfort to know that like whenever your heart is broken, he is close and that whenever you feel like your spirit is crushed, like he's going to save you. I just think it's such a comforting scripture. Oh, it's one of my favorites as well. Thank you so much for sharing. We're going to continue chatting to Landry. We'll find out what he's working on and what's next for Landry Cantrell. Now, Landry, before you go, we want to know what's next for Landry Cantrell. What are you working on this year? Yeah. Um, so during the time away from releasing music I've still been working hard on music um, writing material and so now we're in the season of releasing material which is really fun so um, we're you know recording all the songs that I've been writing over the last two years and we're putting them out one by one um, just because I feel like we did that with the last album with the majority of the last album and I feel like people were able to you know, consume every song as its own thing. Um, with the album prior, I had a couple singles and then I put the album out and there's like a majority of that album that I feel like people aren't familiar with. And it's just because it's so easy and I get it. I do the same thing. Music moves so quickly. It's so easy just to like overlook, you know, yeah. the body of work. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, I just thought like, you know, these songs are all very important to me and I want them all to be heard in an equal way and, and each have their own shot. So we're going to put one of one out at a time. Cool. So over the course of like the next year or so, I'm going to roll out, I, I believe it's 10 songs. Oh, 10. 12. Yay. That's exciting. 10 to 12. So we'll see what happens. But, and the cool thing too about that is that like it, it is an album at the end, it will be an album. Um, kind of like to, to bookend this era of time for me but the track list is constantly like changing right now and the order in which i'm going to release them is constantly shuffling around in my head <laughs> based on like how i'm feeling and stuff so um i might i might write a song tomorrow that like gets on the album and we'll do we'll, we'll one that was supposed to make it but like it's like a fluid album track list right now like so i'm excited about that because it, it kind of just like opens a few opportunities just 
to take it however we take whichever direction we want to take it that is so nice that you don't have to rely on a label and do what they want you to do you can just be like you know what i feel like bringing this out i'm just gonna post it like that is such a freedom that a lot of artists don't get to face so that's awesome yeah it's really cool i i mean i do have dream records which supports me um so well and that's one of the, the most amazing things about them is that um if i hit them up and i'm like hey i want to put this out they'll be like cool let's put it out that's epic oh so good so- so, so good. Uh, we're going to continue chatting with Landry on the way. I want to know if he's got any film clips coming out. We'll find out before he goes. That's on the way right now, Young Heart. Your love at V180. I've been spending days, spending every hour. And before you go, Landry, I just want to know, do you have any film clips coming out for any of your new singles? You know, I'm not. But that doesn't mean it won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, ha- I have, fortunately... Some really, really talented videographers, like one in my family and then some really close friends. Ah, no excuses then. (laughs) I know. If if we feel inspired, maybe we'll put it together. Just the problem is that it it is a little bit awkward for me. No, it's like, it's not like my most comfortable, like, medium, I guess. Being in front of the camera, yeah. Like, I don't love that at all. So I'd rather just kind of be, you know, in the studio with the lights off and have nobody watching me. Don't you um, like the old lip syncing? We'll get a few ring lights. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's never been something that I feel super comfortable with. And maybe it's just because I haven't done it enough. But I always watch the clips back and I'm like, you guys, none of this is usable. <laughs> I'd be the same. I'd be the same. I love being behind the microphone, but I, I don't like having the camera in my face, especially if you're like right, singing like you or might... dancing or something. I know. And I, like, I never look great when I'm singing because, you know, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about like, let's hit the note. <laughs> so it is, yeah, it is. I think it's cool. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on anyone who does it well because I wish I could be that person. But I just, you hear people talk about imposter syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I don't really feel like I get that much unless I'm doing the video. Oh, then really? I'm like, wow. Like, who are you trying to be? <laughs> oh, nah, I think you did great. It's probably all in your head. <laughs> it's all in your head. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, Landry, it's been so good to chat to you. Thank you so much for making time for us on the show. And uh, hopefully yeah, we'll chat to you again soon when your new singles come out. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.